Coming up on today's Locked On Big Ten, Matt Sheehan's in to talk about everything going on this year in the NCAA transfer portal. The Spartans football team already losing some players to that. But as he'll explain, it's not exactly as bad as the headline may make it seem. That's all coming up here right now, as well as everything else you may have missed yesterday around the Big Ten. You're listening in to Locked On Big Ten. You are Locked On Big Ten, your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Big Ten, everything you need to know about the conference every weekday, Monday through Friday. Alongside our Friday co-host, Matt Sheehan, I'm Nate Dickinson. You can hear Matt over on Locked On Spartans every single weekday, Monday through Friday, if you want to stay up to date on everything going up on over at East Lansing. And we, of course, get Matt once a week to chat about whatever's going on with the Big Ten here as we wrap things up for the week. As you get ready for your weekend, there's a few things I want to talk to you about, Matt, uh, before we dive into what we're really going to get into today, and that's the transfer portal as the Spartans have some players already in it. First, let's get into the things that are going down here today around the Big Ten and stuff that we may have missed throughout the week. First off, with your Michigan State Spartans women's basketball team, earlier this week, uh, they actually lost a game to Florida Gulf Coast in overtime by one point, but Mia Cloudon put up 50 points in a record-setting performance for the Spartans. It was something I had uh, kind of noted as I went through games, just wanted to make sure we hit on that she I mean, I didn't watch the game myself, but I mean, had to have blown the doors off there. Yeah, no, awesome. I mean, just like you said, I mean, first and foremost, kind of a bummer that's attached to a loss and it's kind of <laughs> been an underwhelming season for women's basketball, but Hey, let's end the short chat on a high note, a 50 burger. Yeah. That's incredible for college basketball. And I know that, you know, there's two overtimes included, but still, I, that's still wildly impressive. I think she's only the third big 10 women's player to drop 50 points in a game and obviously that sets a women's basketball record for Michigan State and ties a basketball overall record a gentleman by the name of Terry Furlow you might remember this game dropped uh, 50 points back in 1976 there Nate so yeah it's been quite some time since we've seen a 50 piece uh, in East Lansing so Mia Cloudon listen basketball season hasn't been too great but hey Miss Cloudon you are you are a bright spot on this season so thank you for your services look at you go all right. Now we had been uh, getting in the football season with some of the sports betting side of things with Matt. Uh, it was something that obviously had been come pretty commonplace every week during football season when basketball started up, of course, with games come out day of, it's a little bit harder for us to get things going. So uh, I figured we might switch things up a little bit. And instead of giving the picks, like say for uh, this Friday's games, on the Big Ten schedule, which as I look real quick, I haven't even looked ahead. There aren't any here as you're listening to this now. We're talking on Thursday at about what is uh, 1240 Eastern time right now in the afternoon. So Thursday games haven't happened yet. You'll be listening to it on a Friday if you're listening right now. But uh, I figured since people aren't really using our picks anyway, or at least we don't think they are, it's really just us talking about them. I, I've always had this, uh, by the way, uh, kind of theory on myself. People don't go and uh, like listen to a pick and then go put it in. It's just, it's all about just kind of finding someone who will uh, repeat the belief that you already have. So you can put that bet in or have sure. already put that bet in, right? You, you just want to hear what you want to hear, right? Uh, I, I personally have never once, I don't know about you, like when listening to these kind of podcasts, gone and actually made a pick 
based on maybe like maybe based on something that someone said uh, on a little segment or something but i'm not i'm not following mm-hmm. picks is the point nobody follows picks consistently i don't think uh, at least on their own but it's just i feel like it's easier to just tell the people if we got it right or not right away so if we pick a thursday game right now you're listening to it on a friday you'll know if we're smart or not there's only one game to try it out with though this night though george mason's playing at wisconsin it's a 11 and a half point spread i know nothing about george mason it's a bad example to begin with <laughs> um they beat uconn about 15 years ago uh, they're probably still going to ride the momentum from that game uh way back in the day so yeah give, give me george mason to cover the 11 points here uh, against wisconsin who's surely just like they were 15 years ago coached by bo ryan still so yeah we're going to use data and analysis from a game that happened it might have been longer than 15 years ago. I actually don't want to look it up because I don't want to age myself. But yeah, give me give me the George Mason fighting Georges, whatever they're called. Not, I actually don't know. I, I don't know either. But yeah, I, there is one. Th- I think I, first off, I'll take Wisconsin minus 11 and a half if we're going here. But as I've been going through these kind of non-conference warm-up, Bet Online has you covered for the holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. As football continues the march through bowl season and the pro football playoffs, of course. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season, from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports, so don't wait to take advantage of the new amazing offers available. Bet Online, where the game starts. Back in here on Locked On Big Ten, everything you need to know about the conference Monday through Friday. Alongside Matt Sheehan of Locked On Spartans, I'm Nick Dickinson. Be sure to, once you're done listening in here, head on over to Locked On Spartans to tune in to everything you need to know about Michigan State Monday through Friday with Matt. And one thing that's been big news around Michigan State, Matt, has been that the football team's losing some players to that transfer portal again already. Uh, I I had at least thought, I'm sure there are a lot of people who thought that this was going to be a mainly 2020 thing, seeing such a huge influx of players into this transfer portal again. But, I mean, the rules have changed officially. It was while all that was happening. But the rules have changed where people are more Mm -hmm. able to do this kind of stuff without penalty. So I'm interested to hear from you as someone, again, who has had a team already been hit by this once more early on in the offseason. Uh, where are you at with the kind of impact this is going to have this offseason compared to, obviously, the huge impact it had last offseason? Yeah, from a Michigan State point of view, I mean, this is just a rerun of what we saw last year in Mel Tucker's first year. He's getting a lot of kids that, listen, there's no good way to put it aren't up to snuff to play big 10 football out of the program. Like the the classes or the roster he inherited had classes that were ranked in the high thirties in the low forties. His first class was, I think ranked 46 in the country. You know, you get those kids, like it's not really up to snuff for big 10 football. So kind of telling kids, Hey, just want to let you know, you're not on the two deep. You're going to be fighting to be on the three deep. Can I interest you in a school in DeKalb? Uh, Can I interest you in Bowling Green perhaps? So like, Listen, it's not a good look at all. And of course, if you're on the outside looking, it's like, oh my God, 15 kids have transferred from Michigan State. That's crazy. It's like, well, I to put it bluntly, and this is really mean, especially during such a festive time of the holiday season, there's not, those aren't 15 kids we're going to be missing here necessarily, uh, just point blank. So it, it's kind of just, lack of a better term, how mean can I be? Cutting the fat off of the roster and then getting kids in the transfer portal that 
maybe can actually do some work here for Michigan State. Now, the two transfers that I want to point out here, one is Aaron Brule. He is a linebacker from Mississippi State. Before last year, he was pegged by Matt Miller as a guy that would go in the second round of the NFL draft. Didn't really have a sterling year for the Bulldogs down in Starkville. So now he's looking for greener pastures in a get-right spot. And that's also kind of what's happening with Chris Boggle. He was a former top 75 recruit, went to Florida. He's a pass rusher. He's been fine there, but nothing extraordinary to back up his high four-star rating. So now, okay, well, this kid's got a great build, great frame, he great pedigree coming out of high school. Let's see if the green pastures and East Lansing can be a good get-right spot for him as well. So it's getting rid of kids that we're never going to really play here, right? And then taking on kids that are either proven, like this linebacker that they got out of UNLV, Jacoby Winman, or some projects that, hey, you know what? Maybe I can break this horse into being something good, something that they were expected to be here. So that's kind of how Michigan State is utilizing it this year. Very comparable to how they did it last year, too. So that's that's how it's going on. I, I, that that was mean, but it's also honest. I mean, there, there's no there's no fun way to talk about it, is there? I mean, it's tough, but... I, Built Bar is the place to go for all of your protein needs. If you're looking for something that will hit those taste buds right this holiday season, those aren't hard to find. Sweet treats are all around the corner, and sweet treats, too. I think I messed up talking there. Anyway, Built Bar has that kind of flavor that you're craving, while at the same time giving you the nutrition that you need. So if you're just trying to get through your day or get through a workout, Built Bar has the product for you. They've got, of course, the Built Bar, the protein bar with 100% chocolate, less than 200 calories in all bars, less than 150 in a lot of them, and also less than 5 net grams of sugars and carbs, while getting you at least 15 grams of protein in every bar, too. That is, of course, all the nutrition stuff, but they've got flavors coming out all the time, too, that are designed to hit your taste buds perfectly. It's, again, just a lot of stuff you're not going to love, but they're trying to get you exactly nailed down with the specific flavor that'll have you coming back for more. So if you haven't lately, head over to Built.com and use our promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. Head on over to Built.com, see whatever new flavors they may have. There's all sorts of new ones coming out, holiday-themed and otherwise, all the time. Try out the product. You're going to enjoy it, I promise. Again, Built.com. No, it's good to clarify. I mean, obviously, for anyone who's <laughs> only looking at the headlines and seeing that people are transferred right. out, it's good to clarify that that's exactly a, what's going on, at least some of these cases. I, I wanted to talk bigger picture, though, really just about this whole thing, though, and yeah. get into what does this mean long term? Because again, when this happened last year, I feel like a lot of people came to the understanding that this would be kind of a last year thing as I mean, just about everything in the world was at that time. It's now kind of like everything is now becoming an understanding that this may be kind of a new normal, this transfer portal. So as I go through the scenarios, as someone who's rooting for the Big Ten, I don't see ways where this hurts the Big Ten in any way. On the front end, you end up maybe getting more high school recruits who know that if they end up being like what you are saying with what's going on with Mel Tucker right now, just not cut out for it. They're going to be able right. to move on without having to risk anything really. If there's players that are at those smaller schools who are able to now go to Michigan state, obviously that's a plus for the Spartans. It's really just kind of widening the travel ways between these two schools, two kinds of schools, two levels of play for players, which is obviously really good for the players. People will argue that it really hurts the small guy, 
in the end of this, but I, I would kind of just say that it, it helps everyone. Yeah. I mean, I, I go ahead. No, I, I think you're spot on right there because, and you know, we, we see it in basketball too, more specifically with the, the mid-major, the smaller guys, like guys transfer out of a big school that, you know, maybe they weren't comfortable in and then they thrive at the mid-major. Michigan State just saw that too. Like Rocky Lombardi, our quarterback last year, well, he did get the Michigan win. Well, he did also get that top 15 Northwestern win. All the other games were, ah, oh no. But then he goes down to Northern Illinois. He, he helps them. He leads them to a Mac championship. And also Theo Day. That's not a name you've heard of. Well, of course not, because he's been buried on the quarterback death chart, goes down to Northern Illinois. No, I'm sorry, Northern Iowa, the other Northern I school. He has a fine season down there too. So I, I don't think necessarily the small guys are getting hurt. And I think that's being proven too that well, a lot of these kids just transfer down and find actually a school that they're comfortable playing with and sometimes do really good down there. And I, I think it is fascinating too, like how this goes in the future, right? Because especially for, for Michigan State fans, if I could just selfishly talk about our fan base and our needs, but we're kind of like watching a live case study right now. Like I get, you know, a coach comes in, he, he wants to empty the roster, fill it in with uh, transfer portal kids, kind of like what Greg Schiano did in her, his first year at Rutgers, which worked out pretty good for him. But now this is the second year Mel Tucker's doing this. Does he do it again the third year? Does he do it again a fourth year? Is it really sustainable to wave goodbye to 25-some kids, bring on 20 kids, and have a bunch of these one-year players? Hey, worked awesome this year. MSU's 10-2, and two and they're going peach bowling in a year they should have gone 4-8, and eight, Vegas said, or 5-7, and seven, Vegas said. But can you, like, can you parlay this into just year after year after year success? I don't know, but hey, uh, either luckily or unluckily for Michigan State fans, we're the guinea pigs here just doing this live case study to see if this is a sustainable way to build a program. So, hey, we'll stay tuned. I can't wait for this ride. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, we'll see what ends up happening. I mean, I mean again, I, I think it's really just an idea of making this a two-way street instead of the kind of one-way street that's obvious mm -hmm. of players leaving the small schools and going to those big schools, as you mentioned, uh, with what is happening with Spartans and a whole bunch of other places, too. Uh, there's a whole lot of players both ways getting just better opportunities all around as a result yeah. of this. And it's again, one of those things, like I feel like a lot of the NCAA is going to end up being a, where you kind of realize or wonder why it ended up was ever the old way uh, in the first place, but sure. you know, yeah, that'll of course be a conversation for another day. Matt Sheehan's on with us every single weekday here, or I'm sorry, every single week here on Locked on Big Ten, every weekday over at Locked on Spartans. And of course, you can get him over on Twitter at Sheehan underscore sports. Uh, go ahead and plug anything else you need to before we let you go, Matt. Yeah, Locked on Spartans, you know it. Every single weekday, we're starting next week with our Spartan end of the year recap superlative extravaganza. We talk about all the fun stuff about Michigan State the last year. And also the not-so-fun stuff because, you know what, <laughs> surprise, surprise, the college team you root for had a lot of ups and downs this year. So, yeah, we uh, go through it all and have a lot of fun with that. Kick off next week. Yeah, it'll be fun for sure. Happy holidays, by the way. It'll be a good yeah, weekend, too, I hope, for you as well and your family and loved ones. Uh, uh, again, yeah. until next week, hope everyone listening, of course, has a happy holiday if you're celebrating as well. And we'll talk to you after another Big week of sports all around sports, of course, and the Big Ten as well. You're listening to Locked on Big Ten.